I found a Euro vibe for you. Oh, good. All right. Send me um, more Euro vibes. Ah, because Euro. we all know that Greek Easter is coming up next. Next, <laughs> I guess when this this episode comes out next weekend. Yeah. And yeah. I was looking for weird videos of like you know things that happen on islands. You know, we have mm. the our boys, the priests with the assault rifles, just you know going ham, firing into the we, air to celebrate the birth of Jesus. Um, yes. The best one I found was that on the island of Chios, they mm. fucking got like these people made targets of Judas. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. So they made fucking targets of Judas Iscariot and just fucking place them everywhere. And just like you see just these Greek men just like with fucking shotguns, just like putting up these these uh, um, beautiful. These targets, yeah, these yeah. like human targets of Judas. Yeah, I, I believe this. This is just confirming that Greece hasn't effectively changed since the like since before the Renaissance. Because no, like the Renaissance, no, no, no. <laughs> the Renaissance yeah. was like maybe Judas was like one of his disciples, and maybe Judas was okay. Maybe Judas is a sympathetic figure, kind of like how the Bible outlines. Greece is like, nah, fuck that gay shit. We're <laughs> we're killing Judas. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm in a like like literally, it like looks like a fucking ISIS video at like at like one point because it's like pulling up in like a shitty Toyota on like a Greek island with this like. <laughs> Judas like on a thing and they just get him out of the car and just fucking like make a snuff film out of him was it like Judas in a yellow jumpsuit with a bag over his head (laughs) (laughs) it's like Greek Easter baby (laughs) the thing that then's like um, yeah it's really I couldn't find that like I, I always like end up running into that one of the priest with the assault rifle with the massive cross on it but yes yeah that one was a was a and the thing that was really funny is that it was just like it was a it was a stock clip from uh like uh ap erupley or something like that mm. so it's just like there's no audio that then's like there's no talking it's just these men yelling like you could use it for a news footage or whatever <laughs> eerie i don't like that <laughs> Welcome to your weekly corner spacey. It's it's one of your it's it's ev- it's mostly everyone. It's Kiron, the person speaking to you right now. But I'm also here with Yulia. Yay! Hi. <laughs> and Nick. Yo. Rob is I off getting that. <laughs> Rob is off getting all the vaccines at once in a new uh, test. <laughs> Um, and by all the vaccines, yeah. I don't mean all the different types. I mean all the remaining supply of vaccines that Germany has. <laughs> <laughs> Into one oh, damn. Arm. I thought it was going to be like the fucking like, like uh, Rob is whatever his name is from the Avengers, who I don't know because I've never seen any of these movies. Captain America, like the super soldier serum. No, the one with the, the glove. Oh, Thanos. He's yeah, called so Rob. Thanos, yeah, exactly. He's called Rob. Rob. He's called Rob. The end of Avengers 4 was them fighting Rob. <laughs> I've never seen Thanos or Rob in the same place, so... <laughs> that is true. Um, but we are uh, we are joined by a uh, three-time returning champion, uh, Jean. Say hello, Jean. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's actually coming in crystal clear this time. No dodgy shit audio of uh 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 like the your your like iPhone uh <laughs> fucking speakers or whatever. You were recording with iPhone before. Yeah, he was the, recording the, with like the jankiest setup beforehand, and right. now we're like we're we're good. We're podcasting oh, yeah. like pros here. 
The night is young, Nick. It can all go terribly shit <laughs> in so, so many different ways. So, yeah, Jean hit me up like, what, a month ago or so? Yeah. Oh, asking, you're just asking out of the blue. I want to talk about NFTs. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know how this is going to work. And I'm like, well, wait, 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 hold up, hold up. NFTs and fascism. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, we can really <laughs> do this. Kind of so, that's, that's what we're going to be talking about. You know, uh, I, I think that then, like, uh, yeah, if you want an overview of NFTs, I mean, maybe we can give you that. But uh, this is to talk about, about, like, the, like, ideology behind it, which I find far more interesting than just being able to buy a JPEG image <laughs> with cryptocurrency. So... <laughs> Like I'm, I'm very excited for this episode because this is one that then like I can learn. We have two. I, I mean, John, obviously, you're gonna be, you know, you're here to talk our ear off about this. Yulia, this is one of these weird things that you know a lot about, like fascism in the 1920s. I so, love it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm here to especially when it comes, especially when it comes to art and literature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you'd like your thesis exactly... on this shit. Yeah. So I everything mean, around your thesis on Kafka, but yeah, everything around 1900 that has to do with like society literature and art is right down this my thing alley that we live in, dog. <laughs> yeah exactly I did, I did i did my thesis on the depiction of race and anime do you think that will ever come up on this podcast <laughs> it should it should if it didn't yet i actually met people that were futurists as we are i think probably like oh, talking about that yeah and they were also from latvia Ooh, that's <laughs> disgusting i know I love latvia. <laughs> But yeah, so um, I guess before we go anywhere, you know, we do kind of have to, you know, give a clarification of like, what are, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a dumb, dumb guy. I think like, I don't know what an NFT is. Sean, what is this non-fungible token thing I've been hearing so goddamn much about? Uh, 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 I will will try to give like uh, an explanation of it, even though like the technology behind it is doesn't really interest me it's not really like uh groundbreaking or whatever but like yeah non-fungible token it's like yeah like crypto cryptocurrency like the blockchain uh, so like this technology that people are bearing um that nerds or, tell me is cool but i don't yeah. believe is actually cool and they are bearing like a graphic graphic card and like making graphic card sold out to in order like to build computer dedicated to like run that thing called blockchain <laughs> to hopefully make money out of it so like hey, the, yeah so real quick a chip manufacturer in like taiwan taiwan is like the major chip manufacturer com- uh-huh. uh, place in the world had to put in a thing with their chips that will run really slowly when they detect they're being used for cryptocurrency stuff. <laughs> so, Yo, that they, yeah. so they could avoid the like chip shortage that is occurring because of like mm. this shit. Oh, true. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So like this thing, like one of the incentive of that, it's like, okay, it's like the, the, the tokenization of like, of like the... Um, what we will say like the res- the result of like the computational 
of the computation, it will it will give you like a little treat. It will be a token, right? Yeah. And <laughs> you get, yeah. And you're a yeah, you're 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 a good little boy for like, you know, doing a Bitcoin transaction. You're rewarded a, a little, you know, a little, little snack for uh, yeah. for you know using up so much fucking energy to like, you know, do a, a like find what what Bitcoin's thing, like the, the algorithm is that you have to find the next prime number in or like a series of of numbers or whatever. And then if you find that number, then you're the one who's allowed to do that transaction. And then you then are the one who then d- does that within the realm of this blockchain. Like that's, that's like, that's really in depth. I, I you, you did your, 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 your homework. I know, like, no, no, I'm acting like I was making a joke. I know how this shit works very well. And I hate it. Like, but the thing is like, like plot twist, like, NFT are based on another crypto called yeah. Ethereum. Ethereum, yeah. 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 So like, so like that, like it's it's interesting because like, is it pronounced Ethereum? I don't know. I'm French, Ethereum, maybe the way yeah. I want. Pronounce Ethereum. <laughs> just you know, just just telling you guys here. It, What's up? It's Nick, the crypto nerd. <laughs> so like one of one of the like fast forward and like to dance it like one of the 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 new like savor of the month the new flavor of the month is like nft so like non-fungible token and and like non-fungible token it's like token that you can't copy right that you can't like I, yeah I don't, I don't know what they're on about with that shit like everything well, yeah, like so, i mean like <laughs> yeah right, like right. what it is i mean like like from from my understanding of it is it like it's just simply like as an artist or someone who does anything that then's mm-hmm. online with images putting your then image on the blockchain secures it as in something that then can no longer the way be to you yes. copied it's something yeah. like like with a pdf that is schreibgeschützt or something you know yeah. that you yeah. can't change but that's so, a way of yeah. using it because you can use it yeah. like they use it like to trade like uh Pokemon card or yeah. whatever, you know? Yeah. It's proof of ownership mostly. So yeah. like I could buy the like a picture of exactly a cheeseburger cat or whatever <clears throat> that I can have Pregnant Sonic. Cat. That should uh, be an NFT. <laughs> I'll, I'll it probably it is. Uh, but like I can turn that into an NFT and then I can buy it. And then that's the yes. only one of that exists. Like you can take a screenshot of it and yeah. that is not really any different at all. Yeah. Exactly. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but theoretically, I'm the only person who has this yeah. picture because they can prove that I'm the one who has it. Yeah. It's actually interesting also how there's like a whole community around it. So if you're on Twitter and you follow all these NFT artists or like look into it, yeah. there are marketplaces like Foundation, for example. Yeah. There are people that call themselves NFT collectors. Yeah. They're saying, oh, I'm ready to buy something today. Post your yeah. heart or something. There is hashtag digital art, hashtag NFT. Uh-huh. Um, and it's actually interesting to see a lot of like art adapting to it because yeah. there are artists that are changing their art because this is what is kind of like yeah. bought on these uh marketplaces on yeah. these nft marketplaces and it's a lot of the time 3d animation kind of like pictures 3d and, and some really sonic <laughs> oh my god i'd buy that <laughs> <laughs> It's like one million Ethereum, please. I don't but like know the thing, but like money. the thing, the thing is like, so we have the 
okay, we have the use case of that thing. It can be used uh, like for trading like ra- rare Pokemon digital card or whatever. But that like, makes what... sense to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm all, that's the I'm use case, into... right? I would kill everyone in the Zoom chat for a shiny Charizard. Putting that on the board. Yeah, I mean, just saying. I think that, though, in that sense of that then, you know, seeing this from from the perspective of then, like, how, like, NFTs themselves, I think, are dumb. But I can understand where then people who are in a, a, you know, uh, uh, occupation where you typically, like, it's harder to get paid for your stuff. I can get why you'd be attracted in this, like, run for cash of that. Because it's like, you, like, of, uh, of, friend of mine their 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 cousin had an nft sell for a million dollars like the equivalent of a million like and like not good art like genuinely just basic ass fucking art there is like i can understand the sense of that then like you know you want to like make your fucking you know money you know your artists typically don't make that much money yeah um but the sense of that then i think the other aspect of the people who then are thinking that this is like revolutionary and the kind of like within this crypto mindset that's the thing that i find that then is the more interesting and dangerous aspect of yeah. this of that this is something that then like you know what what i think is 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 true with all of this is that capitalism has this means of like the most vulgar things that then are apparent these weirdos who we're going to kind of talk about throughout history have found these things to be cool to be innovative and whatnot and these people always typically happen to have very bad politics yeah very bad like you, acceleration yeah. is bullshit Julia wanted to say something? Yeah. Yeah, Julia, yeah it's actually interesting. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> Julia, Julia. <laughs> um, no, it's interesting because it actually, like, this idea comes from from games, from video games um, and uh, something like skins for games or something yeah. like that. People would, would create, um, like, game uh, graphic designers or, like, artists, character artists would... Uh, design a new skin or like an item or something and would sell these uh, yeah on the internet of course because it's a digital product that you would yeah, do not sell. look up how much fucking CSGO skins go for online <laughs> <laughs> yeah it so is, this so is an insane marketplace yeah that's an interesting yeah. point and I think we need to get back to it into like the the um, kind of like video game item getting mm-hmm. sold and also like the the origin of it and who founded that and and stuff so it's it's yeah it's a fair point to to bring up what we originally had you come on to talk about was then how this kind of ties like i mean we gave you a clunky definition of nfts if you want an actual definition of nfts i don't know trash future did an episode on nfts read a financial paper i don't fucking know like, <laughs> That's all out there. Just look on Wiki and read the definition. Yeah, we yeah. are, uh, you know, we're a cultured podcast. All right. Yeah. We talk about culture and, uh, you know, ideology. These things that liberals will tell you don't exist. Well, they say culture does, but ideology doesn't. And um, what I was mentioning earlier about the sense that there is these specific groups of people who have just, you know, throughout history, keep rearing their heads being problematic and bad um there's been this kind of like weird new like futurist movement that we've seen kind of just like take a hold i i mean within the last 10 years or so i would say to be you know kind of unfair with it but it's always kind of existed as a thing under different names you know you have it in like um uh 
you could maybe argue that, like the accelerationists like Nick Lane or whatever. Nick, sorry, uh, Nick Land is like yeah. falls under maybe one of these these characteristics. Like it's very much like a '90s thing. Obviously, we have like the you know the Matrix is definitely like inspired by you know cyber goth sort of futurism sort of stuff. I, I mean, the newest Balenciaga lines <laughs> are very much inspired by it. So. There's been this this push that we've kind of seen culturally, but like I don't think that then everyone's like really given the time of day of really trying to figure like like find out what these futurists are. And uh, you're here to kind of you know tell us about this and educate uh, us because. Us, uh, yeah, I'm really glad you you brought up Nick Lane because like it's so like it's really like I don't know. For a while, it's been like the, this kind of like influence into the avant-garde, and you know, I've been I've been writing about the avant-garde and how it, it's like also Stockhausen, Pierre Schaeffer, and all those people are linked to colonialism and imperialism. But yeah. like Nick, Nick Nick Lang, like particularly, is like he's been pushing something called uh, the Cathedral, which is the neo-reactionary movement, and it's beautiful because it all ties together we talked about video game earlier uh like video game item uh the person who started selling like item in real world uh like as a major scale it's it's called broke pierce uh and he's been funded by steve bannon to do that and oh hell yeah! I never thought that we would mention Steve Bannon on the show. Me neither. Wow! So it's like wow. it's all it's all tied together, and and so Pierce he bought in Steve Bannon, who at the time was working at Goldman Sachs, and of course, break by news to seek venture capital yeah. for this thing of like selling World of Warcraft. Uh, item and also, also, <laughs> imagine <MMO that>. fucking <laughs> meeting <laughs> that fucking melding of the minds, fucking Steve <laughs> Bannon and a bunch of like techno futurists just being like, All right, now, like, you know, Steve well, Bannon is like coked out of his fucking mind, like he always is. So, he, so you give him like 60 million to to, to yeah. start up that, that shit, and that shit, it's called Titan Game Placino, or uh, and the. Uh, the company was called Internet Gaming Entertainment. So this, <laughs> this is why the creative. first thing. <laughs> no, very really. in the face name for a company. Yeah. And <laughs> and that guy, that guy, uh, uh, is heavily involved in 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 the blockchain ecosystem because he started a company, a capital firm called Blockchain Capital, and so he's been like a uh, one of the first to do those those thing called ICO, like initial coin offering, where you launch a new a new token, a new cryptocurrency. And 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 uh so in the first one where he raised 85 million with two venture funds. And now uh so from the Pierce uh, the piece I told you about earlier when we were off camera uh, on Rolling on Rolling Stone, uh, written by Neil Strauss, the inventor of the pickup artist. Oh God! <laughs> Is that, so this piece by Ro- on Rolling Stone called Brock Pierce, the EP King of Cryptocurrency, 
we explain because Brooke Pierce is also a child actor who is also involved in sex scandal. I will let you uh, <laughs> dive into that. He's now. <laughs> I, I don't want to. This cast of characters is already horrible. <laughs> God, we have we have Steve Bannon, the very first pickup artist, and 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 Brooke uh, Pierce. So yeah, now he's no. colonizing Puerto Rico into a Burning Man utopia. Wow! So oh, God, but, yeah. So so that's I what colonialism was like attached to this too somehow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is wild. And, and 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 where it's all stitched together, like. Uh, this story is maybe not well known, but they were like this Italian poet called Danuncio who took over like a, a city in Croatia called Rijeka, who, who happened to uh, be owned by the by the Asburg. Uh, also, Puerto Rico used to be owned by the Asburg. So when I dive into the story and I look into the the, the thing. We have both guys who are like futurists who love weird hats and who all, all take over all the area. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, That's yeah, crazy. we're fucking we're fucking weirdos, but we're also fucking, you know, neo-colonialists as well. Yeah, but wow. you know, or I guess colonialists because the neo never well, why left. Why neo? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's not like it ever left. So yeah, yeah. And it's no it's like all, that's the thing yeah. is that yeah, it's just it always like like I always find it so crazy of, um, you know, cause, cause the thing that too, that also kind of comes to my mind as well with all this, like, okay, yeah, we mentioned like, you know, the accelerationists, you know, Nick land, all that Steve Bannon getting all this, something I did not fucking ever know about, but makes sense, you know, because yeah. they are, they, they are these very like, I mean, explicit, you know, always on the cusp of capitalism, this and that and that. And there is a, like a marriage between this and, um, colonialism, of yeah. course, as you mentioned. They, they, bo- they both used to live in Shanghai, Steve Bannon and, and Nick Lan. Yeah, they were yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, fucking bros, broing it up in fucking Shanghai with fucking Nick Lan and Steve Bannon. God, just, oh my God, the amount of cocaine probably consumed there can kill so many people. <laughs> but the thing that then also comes to my mind as well is that the, like, the, the, like the American iteration of this, that is the, I mean, to be very fair to Nick Land's, you know, case is that then Nick Land's like the evil, you know, alternate twin of an actual good Marxist accelerator. You know, I don't know. I don't think he's really an accelerationist, yeah. <laughs> but Mark Fisher did come out of this. Mark Fisher very much, you know, uh, uh, was, uh, you know, Although he like wrote with Nick Land, did kind of come out the other end, being yeah. uh, you know having a good Marxist critique of it, where then Nick Land is kind of a fascist now. Yeah, like, yeah. but that is it's funny because that is not a new story. If we think of like the futurists, so like yeah. the accelerationists yeah. themselves, Marinetti, who wrote the Futurist Manifesto. Uh, was kind of politically confused for a while as well. Like not not for a while. Like I Yo, mean, remember, Nettie, I heard oh. that you were conflicted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's true. Up that he never really knew. Like uh, until he was like completely fascist. Yeah. Um, he switched sides several times. Like at yeah. some point, he was a fan of the Bolsheviki and the yeah. Russian Revolution. He yeah. loved the anarchists, especially for doing um, uh, like. Uh, I don't want to say terrorist attacks because what do we say? Uh, <laughs> Targeted uh, assassinations. I don't know. Uh, Pick a poli- word. You can just say terrorism. They're not. Politi- I bet poli- they're all uh, dead by now. They're fine. Uh, violent, uh, violent political Violet. action. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we go with that one. We go with that one. He was a big fan of that. Um, yeah. he, Propaganda uh, of the deed. Shit, that's what it was called. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, yeah. especially, especially when, okay, so like Mussolini was uh, kind of like um, eating, uh, no, no, kind of like absor um, absorbing this party, you know, like yeah. Marinetti's political futurism, um, but at some point was kicked out because he wanted to actually not uh, fight the church anymore. And Marinetti was not a big fan of the church, yeah. uh, as weren't the Bolsheviki, as weren't uh, the anarchists. Um, Uh, but later on, he he wrote a book about, or like a new piece about how he, and this is uh, this is for my good old friend uh, Mussolini. So they yeah. they made up in the end, and they yeah. were like, uh, no, I'm really glad that, again. <laughs> I'm really glad that you you brought that up because it's all it's all stitching together, and you write like the the the, the futurist. And the uh, and like the anarchists and the leftists, like an example. Uh, so you have Danuncio, like this futurist poet. He took over Rijeka, right? So he, mm. he's writing a chart. Who is who is writing the chart? Is anarcho syndicalist Alcetes de Ambris, uh, and they write together the charter of Ca of <laughs> Carmaro. You know, so it's like it's mm. all the story of of futurism is it's it's this. And I have one for for Kieran. Uh, Danons, you tried to smuggle arm for the IRA, so the right. IRA, the IRA can like. Uh... I'm, just imagining him, like I'm just imagining if if he were American though, it's just that he got confused and thought that it was like a cool like Boston thing to do. <laughs> Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How, could, yeah. how could a Catholic be socialist? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the thing I wanted to get to, like, I mean, I, I really appreciate the background of, of especially, you know, 1920s Italian futurism or, you know, fascism, you know, pick, yeah. your, you know, pick yes. your poison. <laughs> maybe, maybe they're the same. We don't know. Uh, maybe that's, that's, why, know. that's why they never, they never define, like, one of the main talking points is neither, neither left or neither right. Yeah. And from the ghetto is this bolt? Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. bolt. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. yeah, they're like they're they're kind of a tech party, right? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> the the sense of that, then, like we see then too, like as well, like in the you know, like the the, the U.S. getting a lot of credit for them, the sense of like the hippie movement, this and that, and that brings birth of what then ends up becoming the Californian ideology, yeah. which is very much the backbone of. Silicon Valley, you know, yeah. and very much in this thing of that then has these very strong libertarian ideals, which were never not a part of the hippie movement. Like, yeah. I think that it's always so funny when people are like, how did the things like hate Ashbury and this and that, that end up with Silicon Valley? It's like those politics are actually like very heavily intertwined with one another. Yeah. Yes, there was a lot of, you know, collectivist socialist movements going on in the United States within like alternative scenes, you know. Obviously, you know, we, 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 we've all, you know, seen and heard about that history of the 60s. But at the other end of it came the 70s, which were like, you know, a bunch of particularly white people getting bored of the idea then of like revolutionary causes. And then just kind of like having this free love, free drug, free whatever mentality, very libertarian, and then combining it with a not very strong opinion on the economy yeah. and then utilizing it. And then what we see then come at the other end. And then a few years down the road, we have where we are now in this like very bizarre, like, you know, tech bros micro dosing on LSD and telling you that then that that's like the cure for therapy and shit like that. I, on yeah, top I, of all the other bad shit that they fucking do. 
I guess they, that's how end caps make sense as well. You know? Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like end yeah. caps are a joke, but yeah, you're right. Like, yeah. like you can you can take away the 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 actual theory, the actual economic theory of them. You you don't you don't have to read fucking Murray Rothbard or fucking read the Austrian School of Economics to then be an ANCAP, you know? Yeah. The interesting thing is that is something that like was always the thing about futurism is that yeah, you were you were kind of like you were maybe like you were fond to the ideas of anarchism, but it was never like with an like with a with a more like with a moral or ethical background or mm. an I a certain yeah. ideology behind it. Uh same with when, when Marinetti was a fan of, of the Russian Revolution, it was always without he thought that would be a great idea for Italy. Uh um, disruption. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was violence. It was disruption. Um, it was acceleration in that sense. Uh, it was a new culture, something he really wanted for Italy, especially because of like Italy being uh, always reduced to like Renaissance, uh, Renaissance art and um but also without the internationalism. So he now we have Eiffel sixty five. So thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that's, that's 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 true and. and but like what is really interesting is that you can really you can really like tidy it all up from like this experience of Rijeka because you really had everyone from like the even like Gramsci but so it was before before mm -hmm. Rijeka but like Gramsci was seduced by the futurist and so like you really like when Rijeka is Gramsci happened, like a character in Star Wars. <laughs> 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 so like so like he was seduced by the futurists <laughs> yeah like, twisted like, and evil but it's like the, this thing is like at first like futuri futurism uh it, it didn't have it, it it wasn't like something that you could say it's right wing of or left wing or whatever yeah. It, yeah. it became it's like it's like it's 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 attached and and to like fascism when because of like the macho and like the the the, the oh, obsession yeah, yeah. with 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 war. Yeah, the social engineering aspect of of exactly. humans and machine becoming one yeah, exactly and, hating women uh, hating women hating women hating women hating eight living <laughs> sorry eight <laughs> women eight migrants love war exactly <laughs> no that's exactly this is and this is why Simple like as. this is why like uh, Mussolini who was a socialist. Just took over the 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 futurist uh, the futurist uh, ideology. Fascismo is like just uh, the the Marinetti uh, writing, and there's like things yeah. like we have to clarify, yeah. you know. But before I let you go, clarify yeah. that Mussolini was a socialist before yeah. he became a fascist. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, that, yeah. It's not that yeah. fascism and socialism are, are intertwined. In the sense. <laughs> no, 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 no. Mussolini was a garbage Marxist for like ten years of his life, yeah. and like everyone who like knew him personally was like, "Nah, he's just really racist and anti-Semitic." <laughs> like, he had his, like he personal had a, letters. Yeah. He had the he had the Jewish mistress, which uh, which uh, which was his pass for him to be like I'm not anti-Semit, and this is also when one of the <laughs> one of oh the, my God. 
one of the Mussolini, the original, the, the, the originator of the "I'm not racist" but phrase in Italian. Yeah. And this, and this was, this is where like the the beef with uh, Hitler lay because there were a beef between Hitler and Mussolini for a really long time because he wanted to took over Austria and then Germany border will be next to like northern Italy and Mussolini didn't want that, so like. Yeah, they 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 like so many things to to like layer and think to like go through it. But yeah, did I cut you? Do you you wanted to say something? No, no, no. I yeah, mean. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, on I have like a quote on that on like the the the, the military thing because like yeah, there were like this obsession of Mussolini wanted to took over Ethiopia so he can have like this huge empire uh, in 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 the Nora not bizarre <laughs> fucking like Mount Rushmore to himself. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah, funny. <laughs> that's there was a there was a bust of Mussolini that was just like carved out of the side. I, I wasn't like. I don't know if it was like the side of a mountain or whatever, but there's just this bizarre thing in the middle of nowhere in Ethiopia to Mussolini that the Italians, overzealous about every fucking military conquest <laughs> that they had in the 20th century, they did not win a single battle of World War II, mind you. <laughs> like, it's true. I really, love, yeah, yeah. I really love the idea of just like, should we concentrate the war effort about like securing our position in this country we just conquered? Nah. Build a giant statue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they was like, 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 yeah. That's the thing is that the funniest shit to me. Like, uh, we can go, like, go back yeah. the quote uh, one second. The funniest shit about Italian fascism is um, the the sense of of that they're the originators of it. They 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 founded this hyper racist, hyper militaristic ideology, and they were really bad at the military aspect of it. They're really good at the right. racism. No, but the, you, you have know, to Italians, king at the racism, couldn't invade Greece though. No, but you have to think like because you know I mentioned the beef with with Hitler before. Italy was in a really 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 like complicated situation in Europe. They had to like yeah, yeah, imagine, oh, yeah. you're just fucking giving me excuses for just fucking that, sucking. That thing, can you imagine like you you like like you have like uh Germany having their border just next to you because like they just decided yeah we're gonna take over Austria and then and then they while this is happening they are literally like crossing the Mediterranean Sea trying to take over like one of the most modern military in Africa. And you're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Biting off a little bit more than they could chew. But yeah. 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 Exactly. But they also had like, the, they also had like, um, like Hitler and Mussolini also had like these weird, had a weird disagreement over like the Croats as well. So it was <laughs> like, they're such petty bitches. It's just oh, it's yeah. like, it literally amazes me so much of the sense of like, this is an ideology that then like became so fucking dominant yeah. when they like, you look at them, the sense of like the, like, again, to the sense of this, like the idea that like the Nazis were trad is like completely false. They very much did also buy into the sense of like, not just like the, maybe the futurism thing, but this idea then of like the like social engineering of the perfect man that then i'll like like you know had them into like really bizarre fucking things like that they like believed like really much like like a lot of like members high up in the ss believed in like um uh uh, uh what's it called 
like Norse mythology and thought that oh, it yeah. was like real and shit like that. Oh, all the, the all the all the Nazis they sent to Tabash were all just like insane. Yeah, yeah, and it's like and it really like thing, right? it, this idea then of the sense of that like I hate this argument that people use that then like the Nazis were like this like this really good uh uh like hyper uh uh scientific this and that and that you know like like. Yeah. attempt of a german superior society most of them were like super into spiritual bullshit which like yeah. really makes sense a lot for the modern german psyche of why you have so many like the corona leugna protests yeah. and why you have the like people who like you know pray to the verfassung schutz or not not, not, not to the sorry to the verfassung pray to the the, the german verfassung like the german constitution and like try to like levitate themselves and then also were simultaneously nazis like because it was always intertwined with this ideology there was always that bizarre spiritual aspect of german fascism combined with like maybe not like futurism but this then idea then of like a heightening of human consciousness through like mysticism and shit like that that germans like really were attracted to where the italians were like oh uh, machinery and man and this yeah. and that we're gonna you know yeah. like it, it's 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 yeah. it's you know different flavors of the same kind of horrible racist you know bullshit ideology yeah. what's that guy's name yulia who like thinks that like jerk like I tell this to everyone and they're like, oh, you mean that movie Iron Sky of like the <laughs> Germans are on the moon? I'm like, no, no, no. There was a Nazi who was like really big in the 80s and 90s who legitimately thought that the Nazis like went to the moon and said that he was from the moon. And oh, my God. Um, well, he's called Dr. Something. Dr. Uh, moon. No, Storch or something. No, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He died. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I don't but care. He, yeah, he was. <laughs> You're telling me this was, guy who had such a good foundation in reality died. I had he about, legitimately <laughs> said he was from space, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The exactly. Aryan, Aryan race no. from space. Um, Say that he, fast. Probably not. The different type um, of space race. Yeah, the thing is, he always had these kind of meetings with people, with other Nazis, I guess. And then he would hold the speeches about, like, the Nazis going to the moon and how Arya are actually from space. So, yeah. like, and he said so he the claimed, Germans, think, the Germans, yeah. the good Aryan uh, Germans are from space and are, like, that's why they're superior. And <laughs> yeah, that got into, like, weird uh, late 90s, early 2000s conspiracy stuff where, mm -hmm. like, one of the alien races were, like, they called them the Nords or something and they were, like, perfect <laughs> Aryan people. Yeah. But it's, like, yeah. it's would it surprise it, you that then the History Channel just, like, will broadcast like, that broadcast yeah. this with no <laughs> criticism on ancient aliens yeah the um but it, it's going a bit back it's it's umberto echo's like first were fascism point of just like yeah. um with this like huge belief in tradition uh all all knowledge has already been discovered it has to be just like refound and interpreted again um, which is like why everyone's like crystal mom is turning into like a QAnon person now. It's because yeah. and it also leads into their like a very convenient way of um, hating on any supposedly new knowledge that questions the existing knowledge. Like maybe there isn't two genders or maybe Africa had like decent societies at one point and we're not like always uh, like the backward people you think they are, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's 
Yeah, that's actually interesting because that's very like, ambiguous when it comes to or ambivalent uh, when it when it comes to futurism and uh, as being supportive of fascism. Um, and what Mussolini actually liked was more kind of like the traditional Italian art, the Renaissance like art. The, <laughs> well, I mean, that, that was that was both futurist and uh, the, the traditional Italian Time art. Time is a flat circle. No matter where we go, we hate women. We're Italian. <laughs> But I mean... I mean, there was a uh, conflict of interest there when it came to the cultural things, because you, of course, you wanted to, you know, have your Italy founded on, on base, being based on misogyny. On <laughs> yeah, uh, misogyny is a whole thing uh, throughout the genres of, <laughs> but be, it being based on, you know, the Rome uh, Roman Empire. This is Italy. You yeah. know, this is the great shit. See what we did there back then <laughs> and forgot all about it again <laughs> we, can, we can still do it we can still do it <laughs> just <laughs> exactly but then the futurists wanted to break with these traditions you know it was kind of like also uh i mean they were horrible uh the manifesto is horrible marinetti was a fucking yeah um yeah. but say there was this kind of goal to break with a tradition and found in like find an identity for a new Ge uh, German here we go Italian <laughs> <laughs> oh no yeah yeah is projecting on the podcast <laughs> there's this text uh, by uh Russolo which is like a uh like a comp composer and uh, Marinetti together uh mm -hmm. where its goal is called against the passist Venice And they are like, uh, then they explain, okay, they're against museum, blah, blah, blah. And the Russolo in like, in that little pamphlet is like, is, 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 uh, chipping in on the, on the part, which is like against the Venice of foreigner or foreigner, which is like, uh, uh, uh of course, an anti-Semite dog whistle. When of you course. talk about this yes. in the 1920s <laughs> and, 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 And like, so it's like, yeah, it's, it's like, it's, this is the way you describe like this kind of like, uh, we, 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 we are literally zero. Like we are against museum. We are against everything. With yeah. About the, yeah. 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 But um, still we want to like uplift like the grandeur of like, you know, the Venice of like whatever time. Yeah. Yeah. I um I, I kind of want to get I mean I'm I'm really enjoying the conversation on fascism I think yeah. that this is one of the most like I if, if this ends up being an uh, an episode about the futurists and fascism I'm I'm cool with that yeah. but like tying it back more into like a modern sense of how this functions like because I I briefly mm -hmm. mentioned the Californian ideology and you know Nick Land and the and accelerationists and this and that, and that we mentioned Steve Bannon somehow multiple times in the show that I'm like yeah. fully not completely aware of that he was you know in this in this this thing um, so how are we kind of seeing like Like, what are the bridges that then kind of bring all these ideas together? Like, we have, like, on one side, the futurists and the fascists and this and that and that, particularly the 20s. We have the Californian ideology over here on this side that then is kind of like free thinking, you know, free love, free drugs, this and that and that. But with hyper-capitalism also, you know, tied to it. How do we then get to where we are then at this point of today where 
the futurists exist in a kind of melt. I would at least argue kind of like a melding of the two where you have very much the sense of like tech startup bullshit that then was very much drenched in Californian ideology. And then um, them kind of harping to then the sense of that then humanity needs then these, maybe it's not as explicit. Maybe they don't even know half the time that it's, as it, that it's explicitly fascist, but this idea then of like the social engineering of man through machine through this and that and that, yeah. how it does harp to this sense. I mean, to be very fair, a lot of these like tech futurists and shit like that tell you like, Oh yeah. Read Julius Avila do like m- aware or unaware of the fact of his politics, you know, like, there is obviously and to some degree a harping back to this. It could just simply be for the sense that then it's, you know, transgressive. I don't know. But how do we get to then this point? You know, like yeah. we, you know, this ended up being starting as a conversation that then this has to, this, all this fascism has to somehow tie in with NFTs. Yeah. But we're kind of like in this like between area currently right now of like, we have like, we've been talking a lot about fascism mentioned this other stuff that's like yeah. us centric colonialism is also a thing like how do we all like you know bring yeah. these you know oh. all, all together yeah we'll this, give you a like, big pot of bad <laughs> yeah we'll give you an, an answer on that it's really simple uh they are based on the same thing that uh the futurists uh back in the early of the 20th century are based on the hate of women techno the techno determinism racism and like to bring it back to nft uh so you have this gallery i don't know i don't remember the name but the christie's the gallery christie's yeah oh my god the horrible yeah. auction of the horrible people uh, exactly. what's his name yeah, yeah. have you seen oh. the art Yes, I have. Yeah. I have every tiny piece of it. Yeah. <laughs> so like this is like this is pretty transparent. Like if if you did if you listen and you didn't see the the art, you have like this uh, uh, Trump uh, picture uh, called Trump dominating COVID, where he's like dressed up uh, in um, in um, in uh, BDSM gear and like made as like a trans woman, and he's like holding on a leash the like the depiction of covid you have uh, trump getting spanked as a baby by abraham lincoln you have hillary clinton they're caught every day or something right he did yeah. like pictures every day like yeah you have like a, a, a like a grave of george floyd uh been like a little bit ironically called handless memorials you have uh, Hillary for president with like uh, men genitals on it, like or like let's call it this kind of like. <laughs> I, I know, I know that she's like been canceled to infinity by the internet, but this is definitely like the, one of the points I think that yeah. then like Angela Nagel actually did bring up well in her book of Kill All Normies yeah. was the sense of that there was just like an obsession with these losers of like being transgressive again. Yeah. yeah. You have even you a know? picture called black dude. It's just a, a black oh, dude my God. Uh, smiling. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, and there is more and more and more because there's a full mosaic. Uh, it's yes. fun to draw yeah. black people and so on and so on. And so like they bought this uh, and they have like another thing with like uh, a fat nerdy Chinese kid and his imaginary friend. So they, 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 Fumble it like they funnel it 69 million 
US dollar into that. So what yeah. it show you is like the gatekeeper are uh, in that ecosystem. So the uh, the the art, crypto art, NFT, blah blah, but it's crypto mm. crypto art in general, uh, 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 intertwined with classical, uh, you know, gallery money laundering thing. They are just. Uh, pouring money to like people who look like them because the people in power in in those sphere in those circle are uh, people who are racist and who are close to fascism yeah. and so on. And you have like even like one person who did like a graphic design for for a huge uh, marketplace on NFT that I will not name. We recently. Uh, complain so it's like a, a weird thing uh, around like uh, river racism where it's like why people say that only white people can be racist why, 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 do, why do they say that let me never I don't look know. In, let me never look into it um, yeah. so I, like, I, think I, had, that... I unfortunately kind of like know this type of person the thing that like looking through all the art the thing that really stuck out to me because uh, all the stuff you mentioned totally legitimate very racist very homophobic very transphobic all that good stuff uh, that we look for in, in contemporary <laughs> artists, I guess. <laughs> but um, the thing that like struck out to me is there's one NFT piece that has like you know, abstract uh, pink and black splotches, and the title of it, forgive my language, is "If I was one of them fancy dancy elite art homos, I'd call this quote light study version one." Oh. And so the reason that stuck out to me is like, I knew this type of person. I knew the person who was basically talented at art <laughs> in like their primary school, high school years. And then they get to art college and they are fucking crushed because oh they realize everyone else is so much better and they become so bitter and so resentful. Oh my God. You, this, is, this sounds this like you're a... talking about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> talking about lived experience. I don't know. Or yeah. like, or I talking no, about no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> talking about what? Hitler. About Hitler. Oh, like, like, yeah. Okay. Never mind. I heard, I heard my name for some reason. No, <laughs> why you? You never tried to be an artist. <laughs> no, I didn't exactly. No, but this is the thing is that then there is there is like very much. I mean, I like like you know, uh, there very much is something true in the sense of like you know, white heterosexual males being told that then like uh, the world is your oyster. You're beautiful. You're gonna you know succeed. And yeah, that's just typical. And I do think it is like something that then is true within the recent years of that then these type of dudes ending up in the far right there's you know very much a correlation or why these people you know uh end up you know in like you know becoming mass shooters this and that and that <laughs> rob probably has a lot to say about that because that's his research currently right now but the thing that i think is also like really interesting is like not only just like the art of nft itself being racist maybe it's not all of it of course is racist but the ones that then are getting this platform right now that the, the you know the, the 69 million creme. 69, Sixty-nine million fucking dollars. 69. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The creme nice. de la creme, you know, being <laughs> yeah. at Christie's art auctions, which is one of like, like the world's like most prestigious art auction houses in the world. Um, the thing that then I think is also like very, you know, like has to kind of be pointed out as well is that the people who then, you know, 
think that NFTs are cool and revolutionary and this and that and that are very much from then like this economic background of then I think like the, the, the purest version of, of free market capitalism, which are these like Austrian or like ANCAPs, yeah. this and that and that, which surprise, surprise, end up a few years down the road, all funneling somehow into fascist organizations. You know, we've, we've talked about multiple times on the show that the only like actual position that the AFD has is free market economics in a very Austrian <laughs> sense. Fucking uh, 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 Ludwig von Mises was literally uh, what's his name's uh, uh, Engelberg Dolphus's finance minister. You know, oh, like man. there's always this pretend of the sense that because they weren't Nazis or they aren't Nazis in the sense of national socialism, that their ideas then don't somehow harbor fascist viewpoints yeah. on this like libertarian far right the truest version of free market capitalism if you want because you need the racism you need the colonialism you yeah. need something to then reproduce these cycles within a free market system that then is easy you know that then yeah. already exists you know yeah i mean i guess you could like theoretically be an anti-racist free market capitalist just like you're probably not going to last very long because the first thing that you realize, the thing that then keeps, you know, the thing that keeps racism and all these structures in place is capitalism, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. Like you can't be too fucking, you know, like you can't go into it too much with like, you know, like, 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 like rose colored glasses because the, the it's yeah. colonialism while it did exist in other, you know, epochs in history in different realms, like was supercharged at the advent of, capitalism and then supercharged even more at the advent of industrial capitalism you know fascism as we've said this definition before i don't remember who it's for fascism is bringing colonialism back to the core you know this all is like bringing it home yeah exactly it's all weirdly bringing it back in an economic sense because yeah. when you want the you know when you want all these things available for yourself at you know a click of a button or whatever you know like nfts come with a massive energy um charge yeah. no one yeah. likes or you know the sense of chips and stuff like that yeah. where do these all come from a global capitalist system you can only be for all this stuff if you're explicitly like accepting that then fascism a version of fascism or imperialism is what keeps all this stuff intertwined and the thing that i do at least respect about these libertarians who are like that is the ones who just admit it yeah. you know they are like yeah, i don't have a problem with this shit you know like mm -hmm. the, the 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 quote unquote classical liberal that then's out there you know yeah. because sooner or later they're gonna like you know they'll realize that what the, either that it's bullshit or that they like this the system that they have and they understand that the realms of like how this like you know needs to be reproduced yeah. you know that, and at, yeah. it's it's shit but it's at least i would like i, I would respect someone who's like i am shit you know yeah, yeah it's more no, it's more easy to it's it's more easy to debug but there are also people who are uh sincere because i don't know is this this thing of like it's 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 really like non not trendy to be like really into like uh, historical materialism and re uh, re uh, anything um, else and critical about? theory. Cool. Yeah, we are cool, but like so, like but but but, but they are they are aimed to do the a major mistake by being like. Uh, oh, but, but I can use NFT to do progressive stuff. And I had a friend; he was telling me. Uh, why uh, uh, if the left is so 
like so smart tolerant. or something <laughs> or tolerant or something it was like why are you guys not using uh nft to form the um, uh, leftist guerrilla wherever <laughs> and then and i was like and i was like they will not let you form leftist guerrilla because they're not f- funneling money to uh, leftist art or leftist people they're funneling money to people who draw Pepe the Frog or Donald mm-hmm. Trump uh, as a transgender woman uh, dominating COVID that's yes. that's what they're funneling because they, 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 they are funding their own they're funneling people who think like them and look like them and they were and I found the quote from that guy again Piera who is like this graphic designer so it's at Piera if, with with one air and two t if you want to see it's mm-hmm. like so you have a you have a he's quote tweeting like hyper allergic and it's like last week the anti-defamation league a Jewish civil rights organization headquartered in the United States added 36 symbol to its hate on display database. What is this guy saying in quote Sorry, but the far right aesthetic is just very strong. This occult American vibe, oof, pretty jealous to be honest. That, I <laughs> so mean, <that's- laughs> Yulia, you have something to say about that with Stefan Georg. What? Sorry. Of the far right aesthetic, just like, you know, that whole thing. There is like this, like, there is something that they're like historically, maybe not now. The right's really mm-hmm. bad at this now, and it's cringe. But you there mean, was like, like, yeah, you mean the aesthetic of the far right, like, yeah, Coco as, Chanel was a fascist. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on, Vita Benjamin knew about this uh, before. I mean, before anyone would take it seriously, he wanted to do a whole speech on on fashion in fascism fashion and fascism <laughs> he wanted to do a speech about mode you know about yeah about fashion, fashion um, yeah yeah uh, and his speech was canceled and replaced by someone else who was more like so much for the tolerant left am I right? <laughs> yeah right it was at the college of sociologie in, uh, yeah in paris when he was already in exile um hiding from the nazis um and they replaced his speech with someone else's speech that was more on the nose when it came to fascism. Not seeing how how actually what he also says in his in his Kunstwerk aufsatz. Uh, what is the English just translation? Just keep it. Just keep there, it in German. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. You're quoting. You're quoting Walter Benjamin. You yeah. Can so be, I can. You, you can. Be I can be the philosopher using yeah. using uh, Zeitgeist and shit like that <laughs> yeah, and yeah, aura yeah. and yeah. So actually, he said that before. Um, the potential of of like uh, fascism and it's kind of like mass culture as well, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, and how it can be used by the left was what was actually also a thing that, uh, for example, Bertolt Brecht or Piscato, all of them used a lot of the futurist idea of montage uh, technique or, um, or uh, you know, like putting uh, or documentar uh, theater, like using, using or Berlin Alexanderplatz, for example, using uh, advertisement, using, you know, montage in, in uh, Alfred Dublin's um, um, novel. Book. Yeah, no, yeah. Book, novel, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, then which, you have like the adverse of that, though, which is then the aspect of like Stefan Georg. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
which like is a, the the yeah. sense of fascism then being like aesthetic as well, and that there yeah. is like a a melding of I don't know, like I would argue this isn't true anymore because fascist aesthetic now is just lame. Yeah, yeah. but there no, was always it like, was about conserving and and making yeah, it was about. Yeah, being aesthetic, like everything that his whole movement was about was like keeping it, you, you know, having rules, having rules for your yeah. art to make it aesthetic. There are rules. This is how you're supposed to write something. This is how you're supposed to to write a poem, for example. Uniformity does have an appeal, yeah. like everything looking yeah. like it belongs together mm-hmm. and is a part of the same system kind of does have like, there's a comforting aspect to it. It's like when... If you ever use an app where there's a button that doesn't look like it belongs in the app, that <laughs> freaks people out. It looks like a virus. It looks weird. It looks out of place. And I think well, fascism sure. is definitely taps into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing, well, not even just yeah. that. Like, like I mean, Stalinism also tapped yeah. into. I mean, if, if we yes. want to acknowledge yeah. if Stalinism is real or not, I don't want to have the conversation. But this era, then also another podcast. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know but, it is it is it is in the sense too that then like i think chijek has like a really good point about this of like a lot of the like weird social engineering shit that fascists were into too like the soviets were also like like during the 30s and 40s had like a bunch of also like really weird projects that like get overlooked because they were just silly not so yeah. much that they were i think like hyper destructive or whatever yeah. but they were like yeah yeah but that- weird I mean, I mean, like, the, like fascists didn't invent aesthetic or yeah. like. Uh, oh like, no! <laughs> or, that was or the Italians, baby. <laughs> Art was invented no. in 1929. <laughs> but but what is interesting about what Nick said By a when lowly he, German man. <laughs> but when you talked about Austrian, Stefan Gewago, I mean, this whole like aestheticism was also all about la pola. So it was all like the art for. Please this, tell me like, what that means in normal, in normal, not academic words, because I'm very stupid. Oh, well, that's aspect. French. That's French. La pola. So, like, uh, it's the art only, only, yeah, only for the art's sake. So you're only doing art la for, pola. yeah, la pola. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it basically means that there is no, well ideology behind it, which is of course bullshit, because la pola would always also be this thing okay this is exclusive this is about aestheticism this is supposed to look like this there's very like strict rules about how to write a poem how to do this etc etc and you're saying oh it's it's a high well it's a high it's a superior aspect of life so you can't use colloquial language you can't use so this was exclusive you know a very exclusive kind of thought of idea of art so, I don't know. How yeah. How I said. yeah. No, but. no, no. It, I mean, it, I mean there, there is, I think that though in the sense of like elitism ties in also very well with maybe not just strictly fascism, but with like these right wing ideals of like, I mean, because again, you know, you have to be, you have to admit to yourself that you like class structures and what mm-hmm. then is a larger barrier for entry than like, for example, I did not know what you just said in that term. Like, <laughs> la pola, I don't know what that la means. Yeah, like there is he keeps a sense, saying and, it, I won't know what it means. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, like, like, and and to be very fair, this stuff like trans like has translated over in I would say Germany very well into like the post 
you know, Nazi era of Germany, where then there is a massive obsession with then this barrier of entry being like maintained, you know, how do you like this, this, this obsession with then keeping, uh, 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 unwanted people out of the upper echelons of German society is very much a thing left over, I think, from the Nazi era. I mean, it was there beforehand because Germany was a fucking weird kingdom. But these things of social reproduction do find a way through capitalism. Again, capitalism being this big bad bitch that then's always like behind all of it, um, reproducing itself one way or another, you know? And I think that then like we see this in as well in other aspects of, you know, there is some barrier of entry within some form of like class division, uh, uh, even with these like newer, apparently more open versions of, of, you know, uh, capitalism, you know, whatever the tech fucking weirdos are then into and shit like that. Like there is, there is something that then prevents you and I from just being in these circles. I don't know what that thing is. It is very fascinating. It is very fascinating because there's always this like um, argument of tech people saying, oh, this is for everyone. Bitcoin is for everyone. Mm. Cryptocurrency is for everyone. I'm broke. NFTs are for everyone. You know, it's like, oh, it's the internet. You don't have to. There are no banks. You know, you can do it. Look what what Bitcoin has done to people without a Bang! <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it you didn't know, do anything. That's yeah, the exactly. Thing. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. I, know. I don't even know how to That's fucking get thing. a Bitcoin wallet. It's very difficult, actually. <laughs> Getting Bitcoin is not easy. Let's like yeah. let's get that out of the way. It's I know, but a lot hard. of the time, yeah, people try to defend it by saying this is, you know, this is not exclusive. This is very inclusive. Look, oh, yeah. every artist now can can be successful by selling <laughs> NFTs because. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing that's how they they got a lot of people in the music industry because like yeah like the the the, the music industry is like totally totally dead there's like all, like 10 people making money out of it and now that now that there's <laughs> seven no of them are clones of david Guetta. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and now that there's not even gig gig anymore it's even like tougher for the rest so it was like just after we had like discourse on okay how we uh, what should we how should we move during this pandemic with with like uh with people having to pay rent when 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 uh when they can't make money anymore because they don't have gig anymore then you have like those like techno determinists being like hey you should try nft but like <laughs> most of the most of the most of the of the time they like literally work for NFT marketplace or mm -hmm. own a shitload of 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 bitcoins or Bitcoin or all the crypto Ethereum or whatever. They own shitload of crypto, and the, so it's like it's like inside insider trading, literally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like to be or honest, the, or the, 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 like it's a, sorry, it, it's like a self determinist thing of just like. Uh, I need to be viewed as a guy who was correct so I can get these speaking gigs. And if I convince enough people to be into NFTs, then I will be correct that NFT took off because I convinced those people to be in it and then I get the speaking gig or I can write for TechCrunch. Yeah. There is or... this, there is this, but there is the 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 literal uh direct material aspect of like oh, yeah. having people 
uh, uh, using the marketplace you on a payroll with, you know? Yeah. 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 I think that too, the sense of like, uh, one of the aspects that's never really mentioned of Bitcoin by the Bitcoin bros is that Bitcoin has just become a thing that then that where you just throw your assets into in order for it to just not be regulated. Um, Bitcoin had a massive bump when the IMF said that they were going to cut credit to Venezuela, for example, which is like there's an obvious correlation between there. Bitcoin um, was historically yeah, used yeah. for uh, Bitcoin was also historically used for the purchasing of drugs, weapons, and child uh, pornography. Not yeah. anymore. Not yeah, anymore yeah, because now, and, yeah, yeah. Now and now money simply a and money yeah, laundering, a right? It's yeah, yeah, they yeah, have world of it. Yeah, it's a commodity to money laundering. <laughs> the art world is. There's no art world without money laundering. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's like in the sense of, I mean, like, let's also be just really like the the funniest weird fact about Bitcoin is that the largest holder of Bitcoin in the world is the FBI. No way. From confiscating <laughs> it. Oh, from yeah. confiscating it. Yeah, yeah, oh, right. yeah from okay, confiscating okay. it in crimes. Yeah. But the thing that's just Wait. so funny is... <laughs> Wait. Ah, uh, in crimes like... Buying weapons and shit like that. Child pornography. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Okay. I was like, yeah, this is what we got off the street or something, you know. (laughs) 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 It's just doing the like, yes, like fake the police, the police Instagram account for like some small town in Kentucky, just showing (laughs) the USB stick. Yeah, all these hard drives. We confiscated seventy-one million dollars in Bitcoin. It's just one. It's one one USB stick, and they're just all standing like like that in front of you. Yeah, yeah, but then, but then like the, Ita- the Italian version of that is like twelve hard drives with Bitcoin on it, and then just like one surface-to-air missile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Bitcoin was thing they cared more about, but yeah, the fucking one RPG that they happened to have, that just happened to be there. I, I fucking forgot about that video. Oh my God. I'm just God. imagining yeah. like Iran-Contra of the future, but it's just the exact same except we paid them with Bitcoin. It'd be so much easier today though too though because you would just like trade crypto with like, you know, a CD country or some, or like, you know, a CD yeah. organization in a country. Like... The thing, though, is, though, that's just so funny to me of it is that then, like, yeah, you mentioned the sense of that its origins start in the sense of, like, I'm going to buy illegal shit. And, like, not just, like, normal legal shit, but, like, the really illegal shit, like, child slaves and RPGs and shit. And, like, you know, uh, uh, you know. Uh, designer ketamine or whatever from fucking, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, what was that website called? Silk Road. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So run on Bitcoin. That guy's in in jail, right? The oh yeah, yeah. he's very much in jail. Very yeah. much. Yeah, but this, this is the thing: like, crypto is still being used for this, but Bitcoin isn't because, like, Bitcoin is like now too heavily monitored. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Bitcoin's also very much just a thing that then, like, I want to, you know, yeah, money launder. I want to, like, literally look at then anything. Like, you can look at it, it dips and dives in Bitcoin by seeing then, like when countries are having sanctions, you mm. know, it's, or like the fact that Goldman Sachs and shit like that, or JP Morgan are like heavily investing in Bitcoins. No fucking yeah. surprise. Like, yeah. let's be honest here. Yeah. And the thing that then people being like, Oh, well it's because they know something. Yeah. They're fucking money laundering. That's what they <laughs> fucking know. Because it's they know not it's like the new future. technology. It's not yeah. the future. Yeah, you mean you, to tell me that like all these massive fucking banks aren't trying to get or like these massive hedge funds and shit aren't trying to like get out of taxation? Like, 
I do think in the sense of that the only attraction to them, the sense of a a a you know a, a decentralized thing does only benefit, yeah, like hyper wealthy people and shit like that, obviously. But it will will end up in a future where then countries like Ireland are useless at that point. You don't need to have the tax. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you know, you know what I mean. No, I mean in the sense Again, of like as, Joe Biden's global uh, corporate tax is already threatening to do that. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, uh, but I mean like in the sense of that then places like Delaware, Luxembourg, Ireland, whatnot, stuff like that are going to become obsolete because you know there is like you can then simultaneously do the right thing and clamp down on the sense of like unfettered capitalism, you know, mm-hmm. well then simultaneously just funneling that money somewhere else, you know, like I'm curious into the sense too. And then we'll end up having a thing of then when's going to become the first company that then is not registered in a country, you know, that's registered then in like an online realm. And then they'll try to claim like, there is an aspect of that, that then some libertarian weirdo is going to like, I mean, Peter Thiel has already tried to have a barge country, you know, where he's trying to like go around and have a country <laughs> yeah. that floats so he doesn't have to have laws. What is in the, like, and I don't, I don't want to sound stupid, but I legitimately think that we'll end up in the very near future of somewhere being like a massive company being like, we're going to claim, you know, being autonomous to a degree because like, they're yeah. so massive or whatever, this and that. And that's, that. that's already happening right now. Oh, is like, it? I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just, like, like, it's like it's it's been ongoing for a while. So it basically started with the uh, the school of Chicago, right? So you have yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have Milton Friedman going to South South America and be like, oh, you have issue, economic issue. Let's just build like cities run by companies, by corporation yeah. called charter cities. So you have that. Yeah. And then in a in a in like in another extent. What's happening in Puerto Rico Henry right Ford now? Henry tried this in Brazil true, too. Like, true, but like Detroit was built for that too. It was yeah, built yeah, yeah. for, for yeah. a running car, and and so like so what's happening in Puerto Rico is like you have Brooke Pierce, who was again had Steve Bannon as a sugar daddy, <laughs> who, who, who with a bunch of tech bros is just like basically buying all the properties that are there because they there is like a tax loophole made just for them by the US government so they can pay so they they, they don't have to pay taxes into they call it like capital gains so basically yeah, they yeah. can run mm-hmm. companies without paying uh, with paying like what the libertarian love to have it's like this like uh, you know, like this table tax that no matter yeah. how much money you do, you pay all, all the same amount. So, like, basically, with like blockchain capital, which is one of this company or another thing, in a few years, or if it's not the case, uh, not the case already now, it can totally claim entirely Puerto Rico because those people went there just after the hurricane. Because it was a, a, a no, like an economic opportunity for them, and they got laws made just for them to like be able to basically take over the the, the whole area. I mean, I I I hate the future that we live in. We <laughs> do live in hell. Yeah, I, do, I I say that all the time to my friend. Yeah, I always, I <laughs> always like, I mean, like yeah. like. 
we started like I mean before the recording started, we were joking around about our like you know our our game that we're gonna do of uh, uh, cyberpunk. And Kieran's been like making up the bits of the world that I do know about, like the world being controlled by the FDP. Um, in some parts yeah. of the world, is true, if not even worse. Yeah, and yeah. is like, yeah, I, I, I saw today. You know, speaking of 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 this, and this is for also you, Yulia, because you can like really enjoy this as well. I read maybe one of the worst tweets I've ever read in my life, mm-hmm. not because it was offensive, this and that, and that, but. Because we live in this hyper-financialized world of like, you know, three companies that own everything. And this doesn't really have anything to do with NFTs or crypto or this and that, but simply in the sense that we are in like this like beautiful, wonderful new gilded age that I very much want out of. And I don't think that it'll be the case because it'll end up in some form of fascism. Uh, But this is the fascism that we will get. Okay. On May 3rd, the Warriors and Pelicans game. NBA teams will feature a marble, a Marvel inspired alternative alternate presentation across ESPN platforms. The telecast will integrate elements from an original Marvel story and iconic characters. Commentary will be provided from a fully customized Marvel-themed studio. ESPN and Marvel partnering on an alternate NBA format feed shows the genius of Bob Iger. As streamers compete for subscribers, Customers' customers' choices will come down to unique content offerings. Iger's acquisitions of companies like Marvel create unparalleled content offerings. <laughs> I don't know who needs that. <laughs> I need it. I need basketball and Marvel to be like. <clears throat> I mean, I know that we talk about the sense of that this being like a weird niche group of bizarro fucking weirdos who like invest in NFT and are ruining the world, but like there is also a sense of that then the people who like also will like in 10 years will be then doing the exact same shit are these people. These people who are giving you the fucking Marvel NBA experience. Like the version of this NFT stuff and this, 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 you know, yeah, turning Puerto Rico into like a, a, a I mean, we already have plenty of, of areas for money laundering, but turning the entire nation into a, a, a money laundering scheme for like three people, that's going to be unfortunately like the future for, I would say, a lot of aspects of, of I don't know, what yeah. normal economic activity. <laughs> like, but the, there, I don't, is like a, there is a state where you can, like, company can form as a government now. Is there? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying. Which uh, one is it again? It's in the Colorado, U.S. I think. Yeah, I, I, I I'm not sure, but yeah, there's a state in the uh, U.S. where like company can can like have like the status of government. surprise me. Yeah, I mean, it's just basically just mask off, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. formalizing an already informal process. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's like, yeah, I, I think it is, I don't think it's a whole state. I think it's some counties in Colorado Yeah, uh, have started doing this where like, Companies. I bet they're the whitest and wealthiest counties in Colorado. <laughs> I, like, I think it's like areas like in an attempt to attract business is the, the general idea. Like, oh, so Colorado's making special economic zones. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. special economic. Yeah, because it's it's allowing governments to like uh, provide. I think uh, like not government. Sorry, companies provide education and collect taxes. Um, so those are like oh. the fun things they're doing. <laughs> I think it was Colorado. 
Uh, might have been Nevada. It's one of the. It's yeah, one of the, Nevada. It's, it's Nevada. It's yeah. Nevada. That sounds yeah, much yeah, more yeah. like a Nevada thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, your, it's, it's your neck of the woods, uh, Nick. It's, it's yeah. the desert holes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it started. That's where yeah. they started autonomous cars as well. So they love yeah. doing that yeah. shit. True. Uh, because yeah, because it's 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 the Californian ideology, kind of like doing weird experiments, uh, expansionist expans- <laughs> colonialism. Like like now they've created California or like San Francisco more specifically, or the Bay Area into this kind of like ideal PMC um, paradise, like professional managerial class paradise. We need the test zones. We need the test kitchens. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Something that then. Uh, Capitalism and fascism, yeah. fascism always are very yeah. like hand in of hand. Course. For Chile, was that yeah. in like, South I don't, America? I don't, re- I don't really yeah. care if some topaz loving fucking Arizonans get run over by autonomous yeah. vehicles or whatever the fuck. Uh, I- I'm sitting pretty here in in uh, San Fran. Can, yeah, like. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. It's Nevada Bill would allow tech company to create government. Uh, pla- plan legislation to establish new business area in Nevada will allow technology companies to effectively form separate local government. Woo! Oh God! <laughs> I think that this is a good a good spot because I'm going to start getting too upset because this is because <laughs> <laughs> we're breaking the fourth wall. And this is just reality now. Like you know, the episode the episode went from like, hey, your podcast. It's like we're just talking about the news now, which I don't want to do. <laughs> And yeah, all um, previous episodes of this podcast were actually just a bit. They were all that stuff we were talking yeah. about. Turkey, that didn't happen. Yeah, Turkey's not, <laughs> not even a real place. place. It's, it's not actually, a place. Yeah, yeah. It's That's actually a bird. Kurdistan. That's a bird, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> not a country. <laughs> yeah, I think though that I mean, like, like I know that we, we we started kind of all we started NFTs, kind of went all over the place talking about fascism and this and then that. That's great. Twines. I've had a I've had a wonderful time. Me too. Um, yeah. Learning so much. Much of, especially in the sense of like with art and whatnot, because this is something that then that Yuli and I have had conversations about one on one, and I'm always very lost. So <laughs> I'm glad that then Yulia has someone to like you know talk with who actually understands what Yay. she's saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. <laughs> so thank like, you yeah, for coming someone... and being able to play with Yulia because oh. we sure as hell couldn't entertain her. <laughs> no, no, I was glad to do that. Thank you for joining in, Yulia. Finally. Yeah, <laughs> <time>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where can uh, where can people find you online, John? If they if they haven't found you already, so you can either find me on Substack at joinkebuku.substack.com or on Twitter, and it's amazing, Gaijin, uh, nice. Twitter. We'll have links to those in the description. I have uh, two things to plug. We're probably going to plug this until the until it's over. But uh, sign up and volunteer for Deutsche Wohnen Co. and Tagnon if you live in Berlin. Uh, yes. DM Rob. Rob will go do that with you. DM me. I like to receive DMs. I might go <laughs> yeah. do it with you. Yeah, what's, what's the next step on that, by the way? Getting still, signatures. Getting yeah. signatures. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. The first, first 10,000 10, were handed in. Yeah, I believe so. Um, yeah. But yeah, Rob is usually better for those updates, but uh, we're going to keep plugging it until because the fucking beaten deckle overruling we're all very angry uh the second thing i have to the second thing i have to plug is that our uh, friend of the podcast doja cat is launching her own nft marketplace so (laughs) (laughs) are you for real 
I, oh my it's, god. It's, it's no being way. reported in NME right now. Oh my god, that's so fitting because she's a like, meme. yeah, and also she's so like transgressive. And I think a lot, uh, like, she's very problematic as well. Um, she's hanging <laughs> out with a lot of these, like, uh, no, nah, she's hanging out. There was a whole scandal. Of yeah, her, she was, like, she was in, like, in a Nazi chat room. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Saying yeah, yeah. how well, she goes. Yeah. That stuff. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> As I said, she likes she likes the internet Nazi bros that yeah. uh, love trans uh, being transgressive, and I think NFTs are all the thing. I I don't think that people that's a guy who got the mm. sixty nine million uh, <laughs> dollars. Yeah, I know, right? I said that before. Um, didn't get it because he was a great artist. It was just because oh, this is disruptive. Look, like they're yeah. buying, they're buying more the way the art is made or the process this art is going yeah. through than the art. The art is. Not I buy it for the racism. Thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it makes sense that Doja. I'm a connoisseur, uh, if you will. Yeah, this like. is sixty nine million dollars worth of racism. Thank the, you. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably a, like. 69 for a reason yeah. I, I swear and the next one will be 420 million yeah, fuck yeah, yeah exactly. all like, right if you were confused by our entire conversation about how nfts and nazism and all that and art <laughs> all mixed together just read doja cat's wikipedia page <laughs> <laughs> or read or read what 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 john's been writing on yeah. uh, oh, yeah. your Substack as well because this yeah. is a lot like you know uh you've 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 come on i think every time to talk about culture no you talked once to talk about how how french is, is dog yeah. uh french is dog shit yeah but yeah I you are definitely that. like our uh, like 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 our cultural correspondent now pretty much for real <laughs> yes. on the show I love and it. from now on i will always be on the episode because this is oh, fun. i'm glad <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Really yeah. like wait my my fucking degree in literature finally like i can <laughs> i can do something professional with it but yeah once again john thank you so much for coming on the show uh Thank you, Thanks everyone, you. for sticking along in this very, you know, all over the place, but I would say fun conversation. Um, yeah. Uh, song is from Melty Brains. And also, just a little thing, too. Uh, you know, we are doing our Twitch streams every uh, Wednesday, uh, I believe, is the regular time. Yeah, 8 p.m. Right? Central 8 European time. Central European time Wednesdays. And also, if you like the show, uh, think about join, uh, uh, joining our Patreon. We have, you know, bonus content there. And uh, yeah, if uh, no one else has anything, if no one else has anything to say, uh, we'll see you guys all then on, uh, I guess, Wednesday for Volatron, because we got to do a little update on that. A lot but of then, big yeah. news in <laughs> Germany. Yeah. <laughs> and if not, then on, on Friday or next week, then, you know, depending on if you subscribe to the Patreon. So uh, <laughs> take care, everyone. Thanks for having me. Bye bye. Bye Bitch, bye. I'm a cow. Bye bye. <laughs>